It's Friday, August 31st, 2018, and welcome to episode 215 of Tech Talk for Teachers. I'm Tom Grissom. And I'm Danielle Beeman. Welcome to Tech Talk for Teachers, the show about teaching and learning with technology. And we have a special guest in the studio today. I'll introduce her in uh, in just a moment. But in this episode, Danielle, we're going to talk a little bit about what's new at EIU. And this time, we're going to be talking about a college reorganization. It's kind of a big deal that happened over the summertime. So we are now known as the College of Education. Formerly, we were the College of Education and Professional Studies. So we've mm-hmm. gone undergone a name change, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that. I'll spend quite a bit of time. I spent a lot of time this summer working on technology enhanced classrooms and we've we've updated uh, many of our classrooms, all of the classrooms within the College of Education with new touchscreen technology. So I'll share that. And then Danielle, I believe you're going to share a technology pick of the week that you've uh, been using for a while now. Yeah, for the past almost three years, I've been using Pulse. It's a great app that's meant for students. And I'll discuss a little bit more further to keep a little mystery. Okay. So we'll have that for our technology pick. We've also got some Banner 9, our enterprise uh, management system, some upgrades out there, and then some major changes for our D2L and what's known as the Brightspace. So we'll go ahead and get started and find out what's new at EIU. First today, we have a very special guest with us today. We have Danielle Beeman in the studio. Hello, Danielle. Hi, nice to be here. Great to have you. Danielle is one of my new graduate assistants here at the ITC. So this is her first semester here starting in grad school. So how's classes going? It's a lot of reading and it's pretty intense and a little scary. Welcome to grad school. (laughs) Read, read, read. That's That's what we do. So today, the episode today, we're back to school, so this is going to be called What's New, EIU? And I'd like to go over some of the many, many changes that has happened over the summertime, especially in regard to uh, educational technology, instructional technologies uh, here at EIU. So this is our back to school edition. So uh, as I said, Danielle starting out here, uh, first time helping out uh, in, in the ITC Center. And the ITC, I always kind of describe this as something from very low tech, to very high tech. We do things with lamination and bulletin boards. Mm -hmm. So you've got a little bit of a taste of that. I did. And you're stepping into the high tech world a little bit and doing a podcast today. Very intimidating. (laughs) Uh, That's okay. You'll do fine. You'll do fine. Uh, I thought we would go over uh, some of the changes and it's really been quite uh, quite a bit of changes uh, this year. We've had our college reorganization. So we've kind of been switching around a little bit of our departments and college structure. So we were once called the College of Education and Professional Studies, mm-hmm. and now then we're just referred to as the College of Education. We're specializing and focusing you know, solely on teacher education in particular, uh, but we also have some of our, our grad school, like you are in the Counseling and Higher Education Department. Correct. So we have two tracks there. We have the kind of the K-12 Counseling and then also kind of a clinical track. Which which one are you in now? I'm clinical. Doing the doing the clinical. Yes. So as you go through the program, you're going to find plenty, you know, plenty of opportunities and internships, and I think you'll get out for a lot of field work. We do a lot of that in our grad school. So after that reorganization, we've kind of refocused, and uh, I'm also helping out some of the other colleges. My roles changed a little bit, uh, so I am ex- helping uh, out with some extra departments outside of our college. 
But uh, one of the big things that we spent a lot of time uh, is upgrading some of our classrooms over the summer. And that's something near and dear to my heart because I like to have the technology available for all of our faculty and staff uh, and students available in the classroom because it's just remarkable what we can do in the classroom today. Whether it's a face-to-face -face class or 100% online mm -hmm. uh, class, we just have so many options. One of the big things that we did, uh, we did receive an RFP. We made a request for a proposal for some touchscreens. So we've been installing touchscreens in every one of our classrooms in the College of Education. And we're about 80%. They're not all 100% installed right now. But one of the things that that is doing for us is our smart boards are very, very old. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've, you, was, you were an undergraduate <laughs> here, so right. I don't know if you had an opportunity to use smart boards. But actually, we started putting smart boards in, in like in 1999, so they're like ancient. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I had and no we, idea. So they've kind, of, they've kind of come to their useful end of life, and the, the touch screens are meant to kind of replace that. It's a little bit of change in, I guess, you know, classroom management because people are used to going to a chalkboard and writing in the front of the class. Mm -hmm. But there's several disadvantages to that. And one of the nice things about a touchscreen is they're on movable arms. So the, the faculty member, the instructor, is always facing the students instead of having your back, you know, to a chalkboard or to a smart board, mumbling into the board. You have the projector, so you're casting a shadow. So a touchscreen kind of avoids some of that. And it also uh, gives you a chance to use one of my favorite applications, OneNote. And you're not a OneNote user yet. No, not yet. I'm trying to get there. We're, we'll, we'll get you there eventually. But just imagine starting out your graduate career here at EIU. If you made a digital three-ring binder for every class that you had, you're going to have that captured, you know, whatever you're covering in class. And it's, it covers multimedia, so if you come across a YouTube video, you can just, like, copy a link and paste it into your OneNote notebook. You, of course, can write notes, you know, type out notes. If you have a inking device, like a touchscreen, you can just use your finger to do digital inking. Or if you have a stylus device, like my Surface Pro, um, I like that because I'm a science math person, so it's very difficult to, like, write a chemical equation with a keyboard. I mean, right. it can be done, subscripts, superscripts, but it's just piece not of, fun. piece of cake with a, <laughs> with a pencil or a pen, so... I kind of prefer that method. So we've done a lot of classroom updates. In some of our classrooms, we put in new PCs, and that's probably the number one question I've gotten from faculty whenever they came back. Uh, they went into the classroom and opened it up, and they wanted to plug in their USB drive for their PowerPoint or whatever. And it's like, there's no PC in here. And our new PCs that we bought are the, the mini PCs. They're about as big as my hand. So okay. unless you look and you know, because people are kind of used to seeing a big tower right. in there. So our ITS department has put in the new mini PCs, very, very small. We have USB connectors on the touchscreen monitor so you can plug into the monitor or we have an extra USB cable. And once you show faculty member, it's just one of those things that you have to show somebody the first time because mm -hmm. they, they kind of freak out. It's like, oh, there's you know nothing here to plug into or, you know, How's this working type thing? So uh, we, we got those along with the touchscreens. And as I said, they're kind of, our, our, our smart boards are being deprecated, kind of taken out of, out of the loop there. And then the other big thing, enterprise-wide, and kind of what runs the college behind the scenes, the university behind the scenes, is, is a program called Banner 9. So our ITS department updated that. And what that is, and it's kind of invisible to you as a student, but you're familiar with PAUSE. 
Right. So all of your registration and things, that's really Banner 9. Oh, wow. Going, I had no idea. Going behind. So there was a major, major upgrade uh, with that over uh, over the summertime. And then, you know, also like, you know, some of our room scheduling software was uh, was updated. And uh, like I said, the Banner 9 is kind of doing all the behind the scenes, the transcripts, graduation requirements. As I said, it just kind of behind the scenes running the whole enterprise, the university here. And then for you, because you were an undergraduate here, you said you had used D2L before? Yes, I have. So D2L is our learning management system. And over the summertime, I believe at the end of July, it went through a major upgrade. So if you were familiar with it, did, when did you first notice some changes? Well, as soon as the school year started this year, because that's when I went back on D2L, but I was actually here taking classes over the summer as well, and it was old D2L, so the switch was like, oh, wow. The new interface is called Daylight, and they get the name because, to me, I mean, it's like everything's white now. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a, it's kind of shocking whenever you're used to something for so long, and it had kind of had the same interface for quite a while. So now then we see that and it's like a, a major change and you know for some people they'll freak out about that it's like oh everything's different but I think you made the transition pretty easily easily well the basis of it was the same so it wasn't hard to navigate it wasn't too much to figure out it was actually pretty cut and dry especially if you're used to it yeah the navigation the actual you know sub menus and things were, were there and then the other thing uh, with going with that new look, one of the things that they were trying to accomplish is one to make it a little more mobile friendly because mm -hmm. a lot of students are accessing that. And then uh, also something called responsive design because we're accessing, you know, we could be accessing it with a big screen projector or a regular PC screen or a mobile device. And how much screen real estate you have kind of determines what the programmers can display for you. Right. So that was. That was one of the one of the big changes out there. So you know, people always ask me whenever they come back or come into the ITC or come into one of our technology enhanced classrooms. I mean, I always get this question: It's like, did anything change? You know, <laughs> over summer? Yeah, we changed a little bit. They'll be a little shocked when they see it. Like, yeah. oh, what's going on? Yeah. So I mean, change change is good. Change can also be a little bit scary, but we always try to improve, and I think we've made some tremendous advances as far as the classroom technology oh, here at the ITC we check out web cameras now so we're doing more and more online we've got a lot of faculty really starting to do the online videos and incorporate that into either D2L or we have another program called Kaltura which I'm not sure if you've ever come across that one no, that's, I a, that's a video service uh, kind of like YouTube but it's you know specifically for a course and then just a number collaborate uh, has been uh, upgraded and that's kind of like an online room again that you can all meet together and then uh, I could spend a whole entire show on the <laughs> Office 365 upgrades um, Microsoft Word uh, the online versions there have been some major major updates and a lot of accessibility and what I call inclusivity improvements in fact I, I met with uh, we had a military veteran come in here one day they were needing some help and I was showing some of the accessibility improvements uh, somebody with low vision you know hearing problems that's all built into the office 365 applications so you don't have to go out and search an add-on or an extension and things you just need to know about it and just getting that word out that's one reason I do this podcast is for just kind of people for people to pick up little tidbits here and there it's like oh I didn't know you know the Microsoft Edge browser 
if you go up and click on the little ink pen, you can start drawing and mm -hmm. annotating. So that's going to be tremendously helpful for our touchscreen devices. Or if you go up and choose read aloud, it will read whatever's on your screen. And I think I've mentioned to you, I do a lot of blog posts. So mm -hmm. whenever I write, and you as a graduate student <laughs> are going to be writing a lot of papers. Yes. Having that paper read back to you, your mind just interprets things differently than whenever you're typing. See, and I'm very much an auditory person. So as soon as I saw that update, t I'm telling you, I jumped on it immediately. Too bad it was for my last paper, but now I get to use it in the future. So. And, and you're just starting your grad school career here, so you've got it available. And I think it'll be tremendously valuable for you. Yeah. Uh, and that's also being spread into the Word Online version, which is probably what you're writing most of your papers with. So it's available within Word and OneNote. Uh, online as well and then uh, based upon some dyslexic research the immersive reader uh, which I call karaoke for reading and I think I've shown you a couple of demos you of did. that so that's available out there and uh, just just a lot of you know accessibility improvements that are starting to branch out and it used to only be available in OneNote now then they've added to uh, the read aloud function into Word Online and uh, also edge which was much needed and you, even a pdf if you open a pdf file within edge you can use a read aloud feature to have it read back to you oh, wow and another one which i don't think i've shown you is you know when you go to a web page and you get like a thousand advertisements yes. and it's just like everything's cluttered it's annoying <laughs> there's a there's a little button in the edge browser browser called reading view and if you click on that it like takes all that clutter away and here's the title and here's the content Oh, I see that more on my phone than I do on the computer. I've never really seen that on the computer. Yeah, so it's kind of getting rid. You know, we live in an age of distraction. You know, they, if there's an extra blank spot on the page somewhere, somebody's going to find an advertisement or something to put onto it. So it kind of helps you focus. You know, a lot of people don't like to use a computer because they're multitasking out there and they get a notification or something or like your phone and things it's like sometimes you just got to turn the technology off and concentrate and focus on right. you know whatever it is at hand so so what's new at EIU uh, many many different things and I think we've made a number of improvements uh, if you're a faculty or staff out there listening to this podcast please stop by the ITC center I can show you you know fairly quickly uh, some of the changes and some of this you really need to see it's hard to describe in an audio podcast but just getting the word out and uh, spreading that and then once you know once we show somebody once I show you and you help the other students out here in the ITC uh, it's just kind of raising the awareness out there exactly all right so let's go ahead and wrap it up there thank you very much for your first podcast yeah no problem thanks for having me again technology pick of the week this week is a website called classroomscreen.com. This is kind of one of those perfect little uh, websites out there available for a back-to-school season. I'm not sure how many teachers know about this, but there's some common things that uh, there's some fun things in this uh, little application or website available out there. And I'll just hit some of the highlights here. I've got the screen pulled up, so I'm going to describe this, you know, even though 
uh, Danielle and I are kind of I'm doing a demo here. I will put a link out in the show notes to this. And because it's just a website, all you need is a browser. Mm-hmm. So it fits in perfectly out there uh, with our classrooms and projectors. So the first thing, I'll just click on clock. You know, that might be kind of neat just to have out there. It's like, okay, class, I wonder what time it is. It's like, okay, so I can put that out there. And these are like little widgets. And then I can turn it off. So I turn it on, turn it off. Probably a thing that a lot of teachers use is a timer. It's like, okay, class, we're going to do this activity. Everybody break into groups. I'm going to give you three minutes to go through, discuss amongst yourself, blah, blah, blah. But having this on the screen at the front of the room, I'm going to just put 10 seconds on here. We'll just let this go, and then I'll hit play. I've got a variety of bells out there, so let's just use this little this little sound right here. <laughs> or we could do like a little... Uh, we've got different options out here. Oh, that's my favorite. Okay. I, did. I never know. I'm at the age where it's like, do you know what that one is? Oh, I love Mario Brothers. You have no <laughs> So we'll idea. leave it to Mario. So I've got 10 seconds out there. So I say, class, you know, I'm giving you 10 seconds. You know, let's be 10 minutes or whatever it is. I'm going to hit play. And it just literally counts down. 10, 9, 8, 7. And then whenever it goes off, we'll hear Mario. 3, 2, 1, 0. And that's something... That's something that's small, but so helpful as a teacher. It's like, okay, keeping people on track, you know, for group work and things. Something very, very small, but I love that. Um, another thing that's kind of nice, we can do a stoplight. You know, we have red, yellow, and green. So, okay, class, I'm going to make this, the stoplight red. It's reading time or whatever. And then we can kind of transition, you know, here's the yellow light and then green light. Okay, everybody can talk free time or whatever. You know, that could be and I, anything. And I even see this being useful for elementary school teachers. Oh, absolutely. This would be perfect for them. Yeah. Best way to time manage, and then the students actually have a visual of what's going on so they can keep track as well. Mm-hmm. Got one even better here. There is one, uh, let's see, what's it called? Uh, sound level. So if you give the computer permission, you have to have a microphone on your computer. But this one called sound level, I'm not going to do it here. I'll just describe it. But it says, I'm using Chrome, so it says, do you want to allow um, classroom screen to use your microphone? Say yes. Then you can set a level out there. Well, I'll just go ahead and do it. Uh, Step two, you can set a level out there. So let me just move this around. So now we're in the green zone right now. So I'm like on level seven. I can say, okay, class, if you guys get above level seven, you need to quiet down a little bit. So I'm going to just spike. I'll just clap here. Wow, that is fabulous. So so you got a red bar there. It's like, uh, you guys got a little bit too loud. And then I'll just stop that and close that one off. So just another little classroom management uh, technique out there. Uh, many others. I, I, I don't want to take a, all of our time out here to, to go over some of them. There's a QR code generator. I don't know if you use QR codes and no. what those are. You know, Have you used these before? No, I have not. Okay, so what this is, is I can type in like the uh, uh, the link to the website, eiu.edu slash ITC, and it generates this random pattern, all the square blocks. It's known as a QR code. Then you can take your phone and take a picture of that, and it takes you directly to that website. Wow. So like teachers might make a scavenger hunt or something like that. It's like, okay, let's go learn, you know, about um, animals on the safari or something and, you know, take you to that particular website. And you can kind of make learning stations and so forth. Okay. So 
that's a, some people really use QR codes. Some people go crazy with them, and then some people it's like, well, I'll just make a link and you know here, click on the link type thing. Uh, and then the other one uh, that's nice kind of have out there is the random name generator out here. So I can come out here and let's just type my name. Choose, I'm just typing in a few names here. I'm gonna put Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, Tom and Danielle. So I've got four students in here and I can say choose. Okay, so it randomly chose Danielle. Mm -hmm. I'll hit choose again. This time it's Donald Duck's turn. Hit choose again. So it's just randomly going out there and now it's Mickey Mouse's turn. And you know what? That's even nice for random sa sampling for research Absolutely. methods. Absolutely. So that, that would be really nice yep. to use. Yep. And it kind of, as a teacher, kind of keeps you from playing favorites and things out there and keeps the students on their toes. It's like, okay, is it going to be me this time? Right. So I, I love that little feature. And you can just do a copy and paste. If you have a Word document with your students' names out there, you can just copy and paste it in there. And as I said, it's just a website. It's free, uh, available out there. And it's just kind of one of those fun things at the back to school kind of start of the year. Uh, just, just a lot of flexibility in the tools that you can do. And it's nice to just have up on the back of the screen behind you. It's nothing distracting, but right. it keeps everyone on task. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, so that's my technology pick. What do you have this week? All right, my technology pick includes, well, is related to D2, D2L Brightspace. And so this is an app called Pulse. So you go ahead and download it on either Android Store or Apple Store, whichever you have. And it once you sign in, you have to choose your school, sign in with your information, and then it gives you your entire class list. It's totally mobile friendly. It's been out for at least the past almost three years now that I've yeah, been 2015, using it. 2015, I think it came out. Oh, that was perfect. That's exactly when I started <laughs> using it. So. Yeah, and so I can go ahead and ch there's three options right at the bottom, which is calendar, courses, and notification. The calendar gives you like a week's worth a list of what you have due coming up. Your courses, you can click on that and go to any of the links that you would see on D2L, like the syllabus. For me, it's the syllabus, IPR forms, surveys, things like that. And also I can go to my notifications. So there's updates and subscriptions. Updates consist of just your grades and if your professor had updated new content to D2L, it comes right to this automatically. And then subscriptions is when you are on, what am I trying to say? Well, kind of, it's, it's, a push, it's, a, it's a push notification, kind of like an RSS feed. Like, you know, it, whenever something's come up, it gives you the notification, hey, there's something new. Exactly. And then for subscriptions, it's for discussion posts. So I can see that, oh, I wrote this discussion post and two people from my class responded to it very positively. Now, do you, so, do you write your responses back using your phone? I cannot do it on this app. Okay. I can use I can use it, especially since it's now much more mobile mobile friendly on the D2L website. Yeah. So sometimes I do that if I'm out with friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot to post. Mm -hmm. And trust me, that's happened more times than I'd like <laughs> to admit. So I find that app so helpful, and then it's on the go. Anything I'm doing, just as quick as I could click on Facebook, I can click on this app right. and check my grades. It's very satisfying. Right, and your phone's always with you out there. And as you say, it's like, oh, you know, at the convenience of just going out there or the peace of mind is like, oh, do I have anything to do? Exactly. Just for a real quick check. So Yeah, it's lovely. I suggest it to every student. 
and that's something we need to do. Down. Yeah, that's something we need to do do better here is uh, to get that word out and things. And a lot of that's going from podcasts like this. But you know, your students like, oh, hey, have you tried this app? And then maybe you know they'll tell two other people, and they'll tell two other people, and then it'll become popular. Yeah, and the friends that I have suggested it to, they absolutely love it. They're like, Danielle, I really appreciate that you brought this to my attention. Other students from different schools are like, oh, we have Blackboard. I can't find something like that. It's not as useful as yours. So yeah. we definitely have a great app here at EIU, and we definitely need to utilize it more. Okay, and I will be sure to put that link into the uh, show notes, and it will depend on whether you're using Android or, or iPhone, what store you go to, but very easy to use. Yes. Thank you very much. No problem. That wraps it up for Episode 215 of Tech Talk for Teachers. For show notes, please visit the EIU Instructional Technology Center at eiu.edu slash ITC and click on the Tech Talk for Teachers link. Until next time, this is Tom Grissom. And I'm Danielle Beeman. Keep, Keep on learning. learning.